Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Welcome to the Quilt Connection. I'm Alex Anderson, and this is episode number 73. Many, many years ago, I was at a trunk show at Empty Spools in Alamo, California. It was owned by Diana McClun and Gail Wales. And Diana and Gail were really big on bringing outside teachers, lectures, etc. to help grow us as quilt makers. As an aside, they are the ones that put on the Empty Spool seminars at Asilomar every year, along also with Suzanne Cox, the travel agent. Anyway, Mary Ellen Hopkins was the gal who ha- was going to do the trunk show. And I have to say, probably many of you remember Mary Ellen from Simply Quilts. Uh, She has quite a perky, snappy personality, and she's the one that coined the It's Okay that um, you often see on book titles and, in fact, in diamond jewelry. In fact, in episode number 113 at the Quilt Show, we did a documentary about Virginia Avery, and she wears an It's Okay pin that she got from Mary Ellen Hopkins. Well, at this particular trunk show at Empty Spools, Mary Ellen just kept pulling out quilt after quilt after quilt. And if you've ever had the pleasure of seeing her in person, you know um, she is just a kick in the pants to watch. Well, anyway, what I remember of this particular trunk show, in fact, formed the basis for my latest book, Neutral Essentials. And what she talked about in one little six sniglet of her lecture was neutrals. And she pointed out that you never can have enough neutrals, of which I agree 100%. And season to season, there really aren't that many great neutrals, ones that just stand out and sing on their own. And so when you see these, you need to buy them. And then at some point, you'll have yourself a healthy stash of neutrals. In a little bit, we'll talk about what constitutes a great neutral, but let me go on with the story. So she told me to buy fabric. No problem. I follow instructions like that quite clearly and nicely. I'm a good student of purchasing fabric, as I'm sure you are too. So I started collecting interesting neutrals, and before I knew it, it had taken over a substantial corner of my stash. So I decided to make a quilt that was a neutral quilt. And many years ago, I was in a mini group called Strings, and one of the members was Diana McClun. And she walked into my sewing room, and this neutral quilt was up on my sewing room wall. It was of sawtooth stars and pinwheels. And she looked at it, and she gasped, and she said, I need that book, or that quilt. I need it for Laura Nouns in my book, Quilts, Quilts, Quilts. Now, how many of you own this book? I suspect a lot of you. And I was thrilled because, you know, I didn't know if the concept was good or not. And here was Diana saying that, you know, she wanted it for their book. And then I said, well, when do you need it? And she said, one month. One month? And she said, oh, you can do it. 
And I'll tell you folks, um, you can do it. When you have a deadline put in front of you, you can do it. Sometimes for me, it's the best remedy on getting a project completed. So I sewed that thing together. And in fact, it is in the neutrals book. It's uh, Stars and Pinwheels. And oh, did I mention, I believe the blocks are three inches each, I think, maybe four. And so I put it on the frame because that was when I was an avid hand quilter. And, or I should say an active hand quilter, because though I'm an avid hand quilter, I don't seem to have time for it. And I quilted it. And what I found when I took it off the frame was that it had exactly half the amount of quilting that I needed. Because of the softness of the value color change, the quilting took over as far as all you could see were the indentations of the quilting lines. So I put it back on the frame and doubled the amount of quilting. Needless to say, it was finished in one month and it did end up in the book. However, it ended up on page seven in an environment. The instructions were never put in. That's okay. I went and taught the class in lots of places and, and that quilt um, has given me good, good use throughout the years. So when you go to collect neutral fabrics, oh, as an aside, you can tell them in a real um, expensive production studio because the heater's going on. Man, it has gotten really cold here in Livermore, California. And had I thought ahead, I would have turned the heater off. But hey, we're all in this together and this is a girlfriend-boyfriend time. So anyway, um, when you go to collect neutral fabrics, as Mary Ellen Hopkins directed me many, many years ago, here's what you need to keep in mind. First of all, you want an interesting print. Forget those white on whites. Yes, it's fine to have those white on whites or one, but truly, when you squint your eye, they all look the same, don't they? There's nothing really that exotic or extraordinary about it. So if you squint your eye and it reads the same as the fabric next to it, you only need one piece of that. As far as character of print goes, that means the size and the scale of the visual texture. And truly, there are not a lot of these fabrics out there that are just extraordinary. So I look for those and I'll purchase a half a yard to a yard. The other thing you want to do is it's okay to mix your grays, your topes, your putties. In fact, your quilt will be that much more interesting for it. And you'll know that you've hit the jackpot if you find a fabric that has an interesting character of print and it has all of those colors in it. That will help bridge all those different fabrics together so it's a cohesive looking quilt. The other thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to put white in it. That's right. If you don't put white in it, the thing will go muddy. And I believe that's to be true with monochromatic quilts also. So what I would suggest today is that you start collecting neutrals, getting them in your stash. It's interesting, when I look inside my fabric closet, I think neutrals are the ones that I have the most baskets of, and yet 
you're looking at a collection that has taken probably 25 years to get as healthy as it is. Now, let's go back to that quilt that was in Quilts, Quilts, Quilts. It is in my book, Neutral Essentials, with instructions, which when I think about it sitting here doing this podcast, that tells me that these neutral quilts truly stand the test of time. You know, if you made a quilt 20 years ago, you pull it out and you go, oh, that looks dated and old. Well, it doesn't. It fits in with the rest of them. Something else you might want to consider in using neutral fabrics is to use it as a base for applique. Many, many years ago, I had a student in my class, and she had taken taken Ellie Sienkiewicz's Baltimore class, and in fact, they were in a small town, and they went and they did tombstone rubbings for the basis of their applique. And this particular student started noticing that in this graveyard, you know, of course, there were men, there were children, and there were women. And she started taking the rubbings of the children and the women. And that is what she was going to design her applique around. Not the names and dates, but the motifs that were on the tombstones. About the same time she took my class in neutrals, um, she had taken Ellie's, I guess I just said that, and then uh, what she did in my class was she started piecing together neutrals to create a background to do the applique on. If you want to do this, you want to make sure that the value, i.e. the light to darkness of the range of your neutrals stays very, very light because you don't want it to compete with the applique. I saw a picture of the finished quilt. I could just kick myself that I don't have it because it was truly, truly an exquisite award-winning quilt. I know if Ellie ever saw it, she would be thrilled with it also. There are wonderful, wonderful fabrics coming in from Japan now. And they are neutrals. I will tell you that um, Backdoor backdoor Fabrics in Pacific Grove, California is what got me off my duff to write this book. I had made perhaps 10 plus of these quilts. But when I walked in and saw that Japanese fabric, it just, that was it. I bought up tons of it. And that was the start of the quilt that eventually ended up on the cover of the book. It's an applique quilt and kind of a little nine-patch chain quilt. Half of the blocks in that book were machine appliqued and half were hand appliqued. I uh, crossed a mental corner. I do know how to machine applique now, and I'm pretty darn good at it. So anyways, it's, it's a wonderful quilt. The fabrics in it are primarily those Japanese fabrics, although I did have to pull whites from my collection because the Japanese ones don't really come in like that. And I will tell you, it's very, very hard to get interesting white-on-white prints. Of course, there has to be a little bit of color in it, but where white is the primary um, focus of that fabric, so keep your eye peeled for that. When I purchase fabric, I will purchase anything from, when it's uh, this sort of fabric, a half a yard to a yard because I know how rare this fabric is. 
one of my fabric collections, Morning Garden, had, I don't know, I'm going to say 25 different skews of fabric in it. And perhaps my favorite and the very, very best print of all was a Morning Glory Neutral. It had several different colors of neutrals in it, had white in it, and in fact had to go back to the factory where the fabric was made five or six times for color corrections. So it was the most expensive fabric in the group, not to you, the consumer, but in tweaking it and getting it right. And guess what? It was the worst seller of the group. I don't understand it. I think it's because we as consumers are not educated to the possibility of neutrals. But what I would like to suggest in listening to this podcast and having written the book, Neutral Essentials, which of course are available on my website, is that you start looking and start collecting. And that way your stash will become exceedingly healthy when it comes to your neutral barrels. Until we meet and we do get around, happy neutral collecting! For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.